That's not very nice. <laughs> it just hung up on Grandma. It's so weird. <laughs> I noticed it was blinking. Is it recording now? Yeah. Is it going? Hello. Hi, Grandma. Oh, hi, sweetheart. What's it, up? It's me and Kelsey and Eric. We're doing podcast things. Hi, Nene. How are you? What fun. Yeah, we're uh, we're thinking about coming up and talking to you and Grandpa at your house sometime soon. And what are we talking about? Oh, just about, like, your background and and things of that nature. Oh, my goodness. When would that be? Are you, could you do it a week from tonight? Um, it's Wednesday. That's a good day. Okay. Uh, I think. At like 7, 7.30? I don't have my calendar in front of me. This is Kelsey. Welcome to Strange Transmissions. Yeah, I've got homework from your mom, too, that I'm supposed to do about, I think Chelsea may have put it together. Oh. Oh. Uh, Yeah, you're going to share your story. Yeah, well, I haven't looked at it yet, Chelsea. (laughs) Kels. Kelsey with a K. Kelsey, I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. I will, though. Okay. All right, dear. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you next week. All right. All right, thanks. Have a good night. Say hi to Grandpa. Yeah, I will. Bye. All right, bye. bye. Love you, bye. Bye. That was perfect. It couldn't have been any better. It's the holiday season, and for many of us, that means spending time with family members who might or might not have the same belief systems we do as individuals. This can lead to tense conversations or awkward silences, but sometimes it can also lead to a change of perspective when we share stories with people we love about the things that have altered our view of the world. So Eric, Ryan, and I wanted to go talk to some family members, and we decided to go spend some time with Ryan's grandparents, Janine and Tom Beagle, who are the parents to Suzanne Worthley, who you heard from in our first few episodes. They're also the parents of Lisa Ekman, who danced with the ghost in our last episode. And they're the grandparents of Phoebe, who shared her experiences talking with ghosts and spirits. We wanted to ask them what it's been like for them to watch their children and grandchildren develop some belief systems that fall outside the mainstream and don't necessarily align with how they were raised. Hi, Grandpa. You guys are right on time. Are we? We're professionals. (laughs) Semi-professionals. I don't know what this is all about, but we knew you were coming anyway, so... Well, that's that's good. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Hi, Grandpa. Hi, sweetie. I'll be there. I'll be there, I promise. <laughs> well, sit down, make yourself comfortable. Sure. I like your basket of toilet paper. Hello! Hi! How are 
you. Good. Don't hug me yet. I gotta get rid of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get rid of it. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Well, you've never been in my home. I've never have been here. Oh, welcome. Welcome. You know, we moved in here. This was dark. This whole oh, room yeah. like a tunnel, and it had chickens and farmer wallpaper <laughs> and I ripped it all off and then I was going to strip the cupboards mm -hmm. they aren't even wood oh, really? what are they? I don't know some kind of crappy stuff so I said well that's the end of that so I said to Tom we're painting everything so the whole place was white for I don't know yeah. yeah. and I'm kind of a clutter bunk oh really? <laughs> Who you? That's our, our dead board up there. All those people on there. And this is dead. my dead board. Yeah. <laughs> What's that all? <laughs> That's all the people we love and boy pray for. That died. Look at them all. They all look pretty happy. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> and that and and this is my prayer time part of it. And I just love this because it just and these are all the people that need prayer. Am I on there? Of course. <laughs> My entire family is on there. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you should tell us about your greeters on the That's stairs. That's old. That's old. My what? Your greeters on the stairs. Well, I always do my stairs. I just have a thing about coming into the house, and I just love... The welcome idea of crazy stuff. I normally all my dolls are behind there. I've got a whole basket of dolls and I hid away. And then this and then I started collecting these Annalise and then they kinda got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I click it's out of hand. But anyway, so then I I have all the seasons. I have Halloween, I have fall, I have Christmas, I have winter snowmen, and I have Santas. Where do you keep them all? In bins. In the basement. In the basement. In the mess. Anyway, so you see, I'm, I, I don't know, how, why am I so cluttery? I must get that from you. Does anybody know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like fairies, and my mother had a lot of junk. Maybe that's why she was kind of cluttery. Not as bad as me. Because you're not very cluttery. Tom, he doesn't when care. When she dies, all this crap is going right in her casket, and they're going to be buried, <laughs> and it's all going to be gone. <laughs> be a big casket. <laughs> Better get an oversized. Just a big <laughs> hole. <laughs> get an oversized casket, Mr. Beagle. Where do you normally sit? When I sit? Yeah. Well, I don't sit in Tom's chair because I don't fit in it and yeah. it's very uncomfortable. I sit on the couch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why don't you sit there for a minute so we can talk to you. Okay. You aren't doing that, are you? Hmm? hmm? You're not doing that, are you? Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> what did you think she was doing? I didn't know it was on. Who's calling? Taking pictures. I don't know. Kendra. Was it Tommy? So, we kind of just want to ask you about what it was like with the kids. My kids? Yeah. My children? And with you being a mortician and that not being a normal job. <laughs> like, what quite. was that like, having a bunch of little kids 
and like bringing the kids to funeral home and stuff yep. like that. Like, yep, did that a lot. They grew up there amongst the caskets. I know. I was even there sometimes. Were you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, how I fun! Watching Woody Woodpecker. Oh no! How funny! <laughs> no, well, the kids had piano lessons across the street from the mortuary, which is one thing. And on Saturdays, then I have to haul two or three kids over for piano lessons, and the ones that weren't ready had to wait, and I wasn't going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And so we just went over the mortuary, <laughs> hung out. <laughs> that was kind of bad. But um, I would say we were very fortunate to have Dad as a mortician because our kids had such a healthy outlook on death and dying because they were around it all the time. And it really is was the best advantage for the first four children. Lisa and uh, Lisa and Noe kind of lost out because by then Tom had gone belly up and didn't have the mortuary anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm very grateful that the kids got to do that. Um, did they ever go in the back room with you? I don't think oh, they yeah. did. Did they? So they saw dead people. Mm-hmm. They saw dead people on the slab. They saw Dad working on dead people. They, yeah. you know, it was all just ordinary to mm-hmm. them. Which was really sometimes not so good because I remember <laughs> one time a woman in our church died and and somebody somebody said she died and then one of our kids said, Oh yeah, she died. <laughs> like no big deal. <laughs> oh and I it, it got a little embarrassing once in a while because they were so nonchalant about it. And other people, of course, death and dying is pretty serious business, and most people are frightened, and most people don't want to talk about it, et cetera, et cetera. So here you've got these little kids who are just perfectly at ease with that because it was just a part of our everyday life, mm-hmm. everyday life, every time. Dad would come home, and I'd say, you know, how'd it go today, who died, or so they were so, it was all so normal. First few years after Lynn was born, we went down to southern Minnesota, and we worked. I worked down there for four years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where? Jackson, town. Minnesota. Okay. We lived down there, and that's where Suzanne was born. Only baby in the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a small town, maybe less than 4,000 people at that time, mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, the reason I wanted to go down there is to get a little taste of, you know, a smaller funeral home, and it was a funeral home and a furniture business combination. <laughs> and so I ended up spending more time selling furniture and carpeting and wallpaper and all yeah. that We're junk than I did in the funeral yeah. business because they only had like 50 funerals a year. I have a pretty distinct memory, and you probably don't remember this, but I was probably around 10, and... Did you work at one of the funeral homes on Dale? Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. yeah. And Mom went to visit you at work, and I was with her, and you were embalming someone, mm. and and you were you were about to. He hadn't started yet. And she was like, she came up to me, and she's like, do you want to see the body? And I'd never seen a dead person before. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And she's mm. like, I think you should. And I was like kind of freaking out in the hallway, and I was like, Okay, and like I went in there and it like really freaked me out. And then you come around the corner, and you're like, Oh, hey, Ryan, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, Oh, it's grandpa, like, this is it's normal, it's okay, like, and that really, really stuck with me. Like, and I've just had a normal, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's it was a, it's a really distinct memory that I had, like, that you I even remembered where the funeral home was from that young. It's really oh, weird. Wow, yeah. <laughs>
you know, it's just healthy. I mean, it's just so healthy to be able to know that it's all okay just to be able to say people die. You know, people die all the time. I mean, we're supposed to go to something better, I hope. So, and the kids took a lot of flack, I think, growing up. In high school and stuff, and uh, probably because their dad was weird and you know stuff like that. I don't and then, know anything about that. <laughs> well, I think that happened, and uh, and I think that uh, when Tom Tom took some time and went over to Hill Murray and taught uh, a couple of different dying things dying to classes, courses, yeah. and and told kids how people were embalmed and told them what goes on and all the mystery kind of disappeared on the embalming business and. And what goes on, and oh, people, you know, people get such weird ideas. And so he tried to dispel some of that, and mm-hmm. I think that helped with the kids then, finally, that they didn't, weren't looked at as these kids whose dad touched dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And people are so bad. I had a girlfriend one time who said to me, Oh my God, your husband's a mortician. And I said, Well, yeah. I said, Somebody has to bury the dead. And she said, oh, my God, how could you ever let him touch you? And I looked at her and I thought, what the hey? <laughs> I, don't, like, I can't say the word I'm thinking. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not going to say that word because I'm a grandma. But what? Oh, yeah, because I've never heard you swear. Right. <laughs> well, I, I used to have a really bad potty mouth, but I'm trying to get over that. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe it's different at the cabin. No, well, it's different when we play games. Anyway, this dumb woman from my church, and I thought, what is your problem? And I just looked at her, and I said, pardon me? And she said, well, he touches dead people. Would you say the same thing to a butcher? No, I just looked at her, and I said, well, I'd rather a mortician than a gynecologist, and walked away. (laughs) 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 Sorry. But I thought that was a fast retort for me. I thought that was pretty darn good. But I thought, what are you thinking? I mean, like, yeah, he's he's really macabre. So what's it like having uh, Suzanne and Lisa... For daughters with kind of the, oh, the fields they got new, into. Their new and, life. <laughs> yeah. And then Phoebe, too, as a, as Phoebe. a granddaughter. <laughs> well. It's a joy. <laughs> I think it's a joy. Of course it's a joy. My goodness. I have no idea, first of all, how anything like that happened. She was a normal <laughs> kid, as far as I know. She says, now, now I hear about all the strange happenings in her life. But she never talked about it, and and I and I don't disbelieve her at all. I'm very proud of my kids, all my kids actually. But this thing that happened to Suzanne, where she can help people and have, uh, it's uh, it's a miracle, and I believe completely in what she's doing. I've learned a ton of stuff. And I've changed my mind about a lot of things, and someday I've got to write all that down for you. I've got this thing here someplace. And um, Lisa, oh, Lisa was a horse of another color. She was always frightened as a child. We never knew why. She had terrible night terrors. 
now when she's an adult and at the age of 40 she figures out that she has this gift of being uh, kind of a portal to the other side I don't discount that at all knowing the way she was as a child if I'd have only known that good grief life would have been so different for her but we didn't know anything we just thought she was goofy and she was very high strung and uh, she had a tough time because of what was the stuff that she didn't know she knew and uh, that was very difficult for her I'm so pleased that she's understanding herself and is growing all the time in that and thankfully because of Suzanne mm -hmm. and because Suzanne has opened up that area of life to her I couldn't be prouder of my girls I don't tell everybody about it because <laughs> a lot of people think it's goofy and you really either believe it or you don't you either a skeptic or you're not I know that Lisa had a, some sort of an insight into the other side when she was little but she didn't know it we know it now and um, if she can help people what the heck that's what we're supposed to be doing love one another and um, Phoebe what a wonder she hated me so bad when she was a teenager yeah you guys had a rough time together yeah. Well, I wasn't very nice to her, probably, and then she was being 13, 14, 15, that's all. I mean, I had five girls. I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been nicer to her. But um, she turned out to be some special woman. Wow. Love her to pieces. Mm -hmm. Loved her all through the hating grandma, too. I mean, I didn't care if she hated me. But then... Um, because I knew she'd, you know, they just grow out of that stuff. But what a wonder. She's just going to be something to, something else. Boy, I'll tell you. Watch out. <laughs> I love her to pieces. Isn't she something, though? Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning all the time from them, both of them. Thomas is learning. He's a little slower on the learning, but... I've been a little skeptical along the way, but I think I'm coming around. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, all the kids went to Catholic school. I mean, yep. you went to church every week. Yep. Like, of course. This is so far removed from that yep. whole world. Like, It's amazing so sure. to me. Well, in a lot of people's eyes it is. But it's amazing to me that you guys are as accepting as you are because you could easily not be. Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh-uh. I, I know, you can't do that. <laughs> it's like when, uh, Ryan, one day you said to me, oh, Grandma, I'm dumping that Catholic church. <laughs> and I don't know if you were trying to shock me, probably. I don't know what you were saying, why you said it that way, but... <laughs> it I doesn't just, really sound like me. <laughs> it does sound like you. Are you kidding? <laughs> And I just, I, fine. I mean, I, I've always maintained this, and I've had a lot of people in my life who have suffered with faith and religion and formal religions and stuff. 
and it isn't it, that isn't what it's about you're not supposed to be suffering and I if you're not happy in your belief system then you gotta there's my clock making noise it's eight o'clock <laughs> you gotta you gotta do whatever you gotta do and I you're on your own journey thank God you're on your own journey you've got sense enough to Decide what you want for yourself. I would never interfere with that. I would never be heartbroken over that. I would never say, oh my God, he dumped the church. Uh-uh. I, I could never do that. That's because awesome. Because it isn't up to me. Do you have anything else for these guys? Lisa said we have to bop and see what's in Nene's bathroom. What's in my bathroom? I don't know. Do you have like a lot of things on the wall? Well, I can't imagine what is in my bathroom. Like a I lot don't of know. More or clutter. <laughs> a lot of sayings or things. Oh, didn't they have sayings on the bathroom when they oh, were kids too? Oh, probably because I, you know, the, my favorite one is is that you stick on the mirror, and I recommend this to everybody. You are now looking at the face of the person who is responsible for your happiness today. <laughs> Don't you love that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was That's on true. all my mirrors. <laughs> you are responsible. I cannot make you happy. I cannot make Tom happy. There are so many things hung up in your bed. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> well, you can go in my bed. I, I, I scrub the sink. Yeah. I do not have company without a clean bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> not loud. Leave here. We're here. just gonna burn the house down and get rid of everything. That That's fun. gonna be the. I was just leaving. Do you wanna go? Wanna come with me to the bathroom? Because oh, sure. maybe I'll have you point out so one of your other podcast set up for. I don't even know what's in there. <laughs> well, we'll see you. Okay, where's the light? Megan and Ben bought a dog. Well, more clutter. What do you think? More clutter. I don't know. What is all this stuff? Oh, my girlfriend sent me this. That's just a nice prayer that was sent. <laughs> That, I think, might have... One of them came after 9-11. Did I have that in here? Suffer. Well, here it is. Mm -hmm. This is a prayer for people suffering from the events of 9-11. Mm -hmm. It's a real pretty prayer. Oh, Henry Nowen. Yeah, this one. I Henry like Nowen. Oh, I love Henry Nowen. Henry Nowen helped me grow. Oh, I love his books. Um, you and I are each the beloved daughter or son of God. No matter what we do or we don't do, we are not what we do. No matter what people say about us, good or bad, we are not what others say about us. No matter what they have said, have or don't have. Oh, no, excuse me. No matter what we have or don't have. We are the beloved daughter or son of God. We will be able to forgive those who love us poorly. 
we will be free to love other people without expecting them to give us all that our heart desires. There you go. Mm-hmm. We can only get that from God. But this is just, these are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This was a prayer my girlfriend sent me on my birthday. Anything to do with God or faith is so personal. And you just can't tell other people how to think or believe. You can't. You know, if you don't have any, okay. Personally, I need prayer time. I need time to hope for the best for my family, and I do it through prayer. That's my way. Some people dump everything. They are atheists. They don't think there's anything after this. I don't believe that either. I think there's a God of some sort. I don't think you have to be Catholic. Just think, for 20 years I helped people come into my church. That was my job. And now I'm wondering why I did that. I mean, it's good church, and I think that's fine for the people we helped, but I don't know. I, I You can't dictate that. You can't dictate that to people. I can't tell you, oh, Ryan, you dumped the church? You broke my heart. Baloney. <laughs> you didn't break my heart. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the least. <laughs> good. No. No, no. It's snowing today in Minnesota, and I'm standing outside among the trees two days before Christmas thinking about how grateful I am for this year. We wanted to dedicate this episode of Strange Transmissions to all of you, our listeners, friends, and loved ones. You have given us so much support and encouragement this year, and we are so grateful for that. Thank you for listening. You inspire us to look ahead to a new year with a renewed sense of hope and faith in people. Life is strange, and we're all in this together. Oh, and if you want to see a photo of Grandma Neen and Grandpa Tom and their stairway greeters, we posted one for you on our website at strangetransmissions.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you in 2017.